0: Catch a pitch from the Carham Footy
1: Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johanison from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Rory Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. That's your Melbourne Football Club. This is Matt Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Hello, my friends. You, you and I are pretty much halfway through the AFL season. First week of the multi-buy rounds out of the way. And plenty of stuff to talk about here on this episode of The Coaches Panel. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in, whether it be through Spotify or iTunes. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, Look, a couple of members of the panel joining us with the big stuff to talk about. Uh, First, I've got Rids on. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, mate. It's my week on. Look, well done. It sounds like you've got your RDO and you're ready to go. Plenty of stuff to talk about. But I must admit, I'm excited to have you on, mate. But... It's been a while since I've had this lad on. We're talking pre-season. He he was a regular in the 50 Most Relevant. But we brought him out of the mid-season draft, the long-term injury list. He's cleared. He's ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, the fox is back in the house. Hello, mate.
2: Good (laughs) eh? Mate, it's
1: nice to have you back.
2: Great to make my debut mid-season. It's
1: it's not a debut. It's just like you've changed clubs for the year. So it's fine. It's good to have you back, mate. Look. Boys, there's plenty of stuff I want to get to. I want to get to some of our Patreon questions a little bit later on. If you love uh, the work of the Coaches Panel and you want to support it, we'd love you to do that at patreon.com forward slash Coaches Panel. They've landed some questions that may be just your question as well. There's some trade targets across the formats. I want to talk about that. There's heap of players that we can consider. So no matter the format you play, I reckon there's some downgrades, some upgrades, and maybe some sneaky sideway options that could help you and your side, whether you're playing for leagues or rankings. But before we get there, um, Rids, I'm kind of curious. Something caught my mind that took place on an episode um, as you and I were chatting a couple of weeks ago. And I want to get you to kind of unpack the thought process, but then give me some examples that could help us this week. The, the question is, or the conversation is very much around two weeks ago, you suggested and encouraged that Riley O'Brien owners should look to pivot away and trade him to a Max Gorn. Do you want to talk me through the logic of that, the thought process of that? Because I think not only was it relevant two weeks ago, I think there are some players that could be helping us as we talk about banking the points of a player versus just playing for best 18 on field in the buys.
0: Yeah, so what we're doing, okay, is we're looking at the overall season. So we're looking at overall points for the season. How many points has Max Gorn going to score in those two weeks against... A Riley O'Brien in three weeks, okay? And at that point in time, Riley O'Brien was playing, I think it was Gorn, Mumford and Wits from memory. No. Um,
1: it was Gorn, no, it was Mumford was and then the Tigers this week.
0: The Tigers. So it was um, Soldo, sorry. Yep. Um, so it's like, it's, I was sort of trying to highlight the fact that instead of holding off to the buy, why not bank the points, Because there was every chance Gorn was going to score more points in those two games, or at least match what O'Brien's output would be in the three. So what we've got, okay, and if we break it down a little bit, Gorn scored 126 in round 11. This is Dream Team, okay? Yep. So you could do it on anyone.
1: It's comparable in Supercoach, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll just look at Dream Team and AFL Fantasy. So round 12, you've got 148 so altogether that's 274 points. Now not only was that 274 points, his price increased in dream team by 60,000. Yes. Radio. It's not so, bad. Riley O'Brien however in round 11 scored 57 and round 12 he scored very very well in 101. So the combined total's 158. So he needs to score 116 points this week. And we're not saying that it's out of the realm. Sure. We're not even... But we don't even know if he's going to be the first name Ruck, okay? Because Sam Jacobs is playing in the SANFL and he's doing well. So long story short, he needs to score 116 if he's named. And, But his price has only increased 19,000. So there's a $40,000 gap plus there's 116 points difference at this point in time. So you would have been so much better pulling that trigger a couple of weeks ago. Plus, on top of that, Gordon would have been a captain option two weeks ago.
1: He would have. Um, for a reference point, in Supercoach, in the past uh, two weeks, Max Gaughan has scored 158 in Supercoach and 153. If you want to contrast that to a Riley O'Brien, you've talked about the ton he got last week. It was identical in Supercoach, where he got you the 104. The week prior, it was a 52. So you're around about 150 points um, needed this week in Supercoach. To match the points on ground
0: okay now you might have remembered about six weeks ago five (laughs) weeks ago benny and i might have been on a podcast at that time and we're talking about sam walsh yes same thing applies okay i understand the thought process of holding sam walsh to the buy i really do but the thing is why not bank the points and then not worry about what happens over the buys okay so at that point in time, I think it was about 200000 to get to a Josh Kelly. Yep. And in the last four, five weeks, I think it is, including the hundred and thirty-seven in Dream Team by Sam Walsh last week, Kelly still has scored over 200 points more.
1: And that's for Dream and Team? But again, Dream comparable team, yeah. in Super Coach. yep. Yeah.
0: And I actually think it's going to cost you a little bit more at the moment to get Walsh to Kelly. Right. Kelly's just ticked over eight hundred thousand from memory in Dream Team, mm-hmm. but again, it's, it's all comparable. Okay, when you go through, so it's sort of like I want to try and get people to stop focusing on waiting for the buys because they're worried about what they're going to get through those three weeks of the buys. If you've banked two hundred points, who cares if you've scored a hundred points less for that position? on one round
1: exactly. well, let's talk about sam walsh in contrast in supercoach again using that as an illustration supercoach came off a of 141 this week but the four weeks prior so you know it was a 70 and 80 and 93 and a 67 in dream team and fantasy huge 137 this week in the four weeks prior 77 83 76 and 70 so if you're an owner last week happy days but it's not just about the one week, I suppose, Fox, isn't it? Sometimes we, we see one big score and we go, yeah, is it an awesome hold? And yep, great. You've got a fantastic score this week. But I suppose what Rids is talking about is having a season view of points on field, yeah, not a block, week by week. Yes, a block. Yeah, I- exactly. Is that something we can sometimes... I'm keen to get your thoughts on Rids in a second. Is that sometimes something we do as a fantasy coach is we, just, we think of this strategy and using Walsh as the example, using O'Brien as the example, where we go... Oh, I can run him to the buy and I can get this extra player on field but not think of the 200, the 100, the 150 points we could make
2: if we adjust our plans accordingly? A- absolutely. Cre- creativity yeah. is the word. There yeah. you
1: go. All right. Um, is, is that something, Rids, you've seen a, as a pattern of, of coaches where it's this, I'm going to run it to here, I've made my plans and I'm not going to be fluid or creative as you've said, Fox, and miss these opportunities in our sides?
0: I have to say... Creative is such a cool word. Yeah. But I would have also, I want to add the word flexible.
1: Yeah. Radio,
0: not only can you get creative with these things, you have to be flexible and change the plan. Yeah. So sometimes it's great to go, okay, I'm going to run so-and-so and so-and-so up to the buy. Perfect. That's lovely. Well done. Cheery, cheery, happy days. But at the end of the day, if someone gets injured and, you know, it stunts the growth of mm. the dollars or... <clears throat> if someone comes to a lot bottom price, and we saw that with Heath Shaw going back what was it seven eight weeks ago? yeah and, month plus yeah, you know, like he dropped to five hundred and eight thousand in um dream team, mm. and I don't think he's missed a hundred cents
2: like
0: like so I mean, just and we saw Paddy Cribs on the weekend mm. now, I know people owned Paddy Cribs the week before, but at six hundred and nine thousand in Dream team. He's bottomed out, you know. Yeah. There's plenty of options this week that we're going to talk about later on, I assume. But the thing is, don't have to always stick to the plan, you know. If someone bottoms out and you think they're going to score an extra 150 points over those two or three weeks, mm. jump on. Yeah. No, and look at the job that, um, what's his face, the balls doing, you know. Yep. Yeah. So if you've got a DeBoer this week, you know, potential match So let's say you went out and jumped on Cunnington last week because he had Gold Coast.
1: You're getting a DeBoer this week.
0: And you're, you're getting a DeBoer this week. So maybe it would have been better to jump on a Crips at a lower price and got, say, what was it last week? Who did they play last week? Uh, um,
1: the Carlton played Brisbane last week.
0: Yeah, Brisbane. And then this week it's the Dogs, I think, from yeah, memory. Yeah, correct. So so you would have been better off getting those two and people will say oh that's hindsight it's not hindsight because the thing is it's people did it last week
1: it's fixture analysis
0: yeah but it's buy low sell high correct so if someone gets injured like a whitfield a couple of weeks ago okay we're selling him at his highest point so we're going to look for someone at a buy low section. So, But I wouldn't recommend going out and grabbing someone pre-buys just because he fits your buy structure. He needs to be a top six position. From then on. And you think yeah. he's going to be at least comparable to the top six. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the use of doing that? You're just burning
1: trades. Yeah. And you're compromising the the potential fox, I suppose, that overall Points on field is while you want the best of the best of the best, sometimes you can overpay, sometimes you can overanalyze, and sometimes you miss the obvious value. Yeah,
2: we'll talk about it later. There's so much value, oh, well, well, so much dropped value.
1: Well,
0: well, let's talk about so, it now. But MJ, yes. no, wait, wait. I just want to also highlight one thing, and I know I'm going on. That's fine. Here, so that's I tend to do that. If you're listening and you know me, you you probably we've figured
1: used this to. out by now. Yep. So
0: the fact of the matter is, okay, it doesn't matter if your focus is overall or league. No, of course not. Why not get the most points your team can score? You're still going to need to have those league wins if you're in a cash league or against mates or whatever else. It means jack squat what your focus is. It should be the same principle along the line. You want your team to be scoring the most possible points as early as possible in the season for as long as possible.
1: Yep. Really pretty simple when you navigate fantasy football. While luck is a factor in it, it's Quite simple, and sometimes we overcomplicate it with with a few different bits and pieces al- uh, along the way. Um, we've alluded to a couple of these trade targets. As we come out of the first multi-buy round, we have our, our first six lot of sides that have come off, uh, hopefully refreshed and ready for a big back end of the year. Um, the sides that are taking this week, uh, that are now had their week off and coming on, Essendon, Port Adelaide, St Kilda, Fremantle, Western Bulldogs, and and the hawks. I, I do want to get some thoughts on some premium guys and which big dogs are worth going after that may be top price. But before we get there, um, Fox. I guess for you, I know Supercoach is certainly your area of specialty. You play all the formats, but that's your that's more your bag. Is, is Supercoach? And there's some is there some value for us to be looking for? Because. This week is a great week to make some trade-aggressive moves, not just upgrades, downgrades, sideways moves. Who are some guys, some obvious and some left-of-centre options that we could be looking at for super coach to trade in this week that have come off the buy?
2: There's abso- oh, there's a bucket full. There's a crud like, <laughs> hey. There's an absolute bucket full. But um, I had this funny moment. Mm. Uh, I was watching... Uh, Sheed versus Sydney. Oh no! Why? Why does your first episode this year get sheeted? Yeah, sure. No, I thought I'd share. I thought I'd share Okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sheed worth, versus it's worth, Sydney. No, it's, it's got nothing to do with Sheed. But I, I was just watching that game. <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting down, and and then I went into a sort of a nap. Okay. Sort of half time Yeah. And I don't know West whether Coastal. it was a nap or a, I got sort of a vision, sort of a, Here we or, go. a or, or a dream. I don't even know what it was. I, this one might sound silly, I'm just like this. <laughs> but do, you want, do yeah. you want me to share it? Oh, absolutely, okay. yeah. Now, I hadn't had anything to drink. <laughs> the I caveats. hadn't had any eucalyptus. Um, no stuff. melatonin, no eucalyptus, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I'm okay. not on medication. Okay, all right. This- but I slipped into a little bit of a sleep at yep. half time. And I sort of, I was, I was on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> and the sun was out and I was looking into the sun, and the surf was there in the background, and I saw a couple of figures walking out of the surf. (laughs) Now, the sun was in the way, so I couldn't actually (laughs) figure out what these figures were. But as they came closer to me, I could see that one was a woman and one was a bloke. Right. And my attention was more on the woman (laughs) than the bloke. Thanks, Fox. (laughs) (laughs) But as as they got closer to me...
1: Yeah.
2: The woman was actually pointing at the guy, okay, and i was I was, "Why would I want to be looking there <laughs> <laughs> and they came they came closer and yep. closer, and then I saw and then I got it. I actually got it. I actually could see who that guy was, yep, and it was Justin Westoff. <laughs> <laughs> he was coming out of the server, it was beard and all I just. And then I had, then I. Oh, that's the best. And you know, and I had been thinking early in the day because my Ford line and Rucks are pretty crap. And I was thinking, who would so be? Why not bring in Westcott? <laughs> no, who would be there for me? Oh, who nice. would be there for me?
1: Oh, this is the best story ever.
2: So anyway, uh, I, I think he might be the man to bring in this week. Um, if your Ford line, like if you're carrying those Ford guys like um, Parker, oh, there's a lot of them, um, who else have we got? Corbett, Bolter. That St Kilda guy. That uh, Who's that St Kilda guy? Parker. Young. Young. Young, yeah. If there's full of them. My team's full of them, actually. I was thinking, uh, and then I then I sort of looked at the numbers. I looked at the draw, and I thought, hmm, this is good. This is um, mighty good. Uh, f- like Port play Frio next week, and then mm. they've got four at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Dixon is very close to a. Comeback. Uh he may not make it this week. It
1: sounds like he's playing Samfull this week, yeah.
2: But he'll be he'll be probably playing forward against a depleted Fremantle defence. Yeah, so no, Alex Pierce, yep. There might be some good points in him this week and then when um the big bloke comes back, he probably might get that role that back nice. Back in the role. middle, yep. And if you look at the numbers, um I know the magic number plays a little part in this, but sure. fr- from the price that he was at the start in Supercoach, he's thirty five percent you can cut that off his price off his starting he's price. He's just dropped shy of 190000 hundred and ninety thousand. Supercoach, yeah. yes. one eighty seven to be exact. Oh, thank you. Um thirty two percent in Dream Team and twenty nine percent in AF. Are you doing so percentages he, and ratios over there? Just percentages at okay. the moment. I'll I'll save the ratios maybe for another pod. But um yeah, I thought, wow, he he he—he's he, the man for me. He may okay. not be the man sure. for you, but I sort of got it on the couch. So, uh, if you get it that way, he's he's coming in. He's coming in. So,
1: hallucinations is how we're suggesting our trade not, targets. It was
2: nothing medical. <laughs> <laughs> nothing medical. It was it was it was pure. Okay, all I, right. I, I, I don't know if it was a vision or a dream. It was something. Oh, it was something, mate. And we can talk about this next week and the week after. All right just see where this all no, sits. I, I like sits.
1: it. In, in terms of value for money, like it, in Supercoach, we're purely talking... You know, 362, while well, he's only had, you know, probably a, a handful of the scores that owners would be hoping for. You, you're right, that, that fixture yeah. coming up, Fremantle at Geelong's a little bit more difficult, granted, for that one. Yeah. But then it kind of opens up but a ho- little bit.
2: Hopefully Geelong, he won't be playing that forward role because they've got a, a very strong defence. Hopefully but, he'll be on that Well, ring. hopefully. Dixon, hopefully Dixon will that's be That's true. There.
1: Then it's Bulldogs, Adelaide, yeah. Brisbane there, the four games from Geelong to... Um, Brisbane that are Adelaide Oval then uh, Richmond at the G uh, GWS at Adelaide Oval Essendon Sydney North Melbourne and the all important final round of the year is up against Fremantle at Adelaide Oval yes so
2: did uh,
0: I... um, Westhoff um, have clothes on in that vision
1: oh, I, I don't <laughs> do that to me
2: they were red speedos
1: oh <laughs> you're thinking of Tony Abbott you're oh, but I like I say my this.
2: concentration wasn't I was being told to look at him because he'd be there It'll, for me. Okay,
1: we need to move to the next player. And, I, and <laughs> I'm I really nervous about how you're tried, going to get could, to this player. Can
2: actually just throw someone else in with that? Robbie Gray. Just as... Is
1: there a vision of how you got
2: to Robbie did, Gray? Did, or I, is it just pure the value? I woke up. But I think he was there. I think he was in the waves. Okay.
1: Oh, I'm curious about Robbie Gray. Uh, are you worried? I know he's you know he's under $400,000 in, in Supercoach. Comparably very, very cheap. Well, that's probably more his preferred scoring format in terms of historically he's always scored better there than Dream Team and Fantasy, yeah. given the impact that he has on a contest. Are you worried about, with uh, Rockcliffe coming back uh, from injury this week, it sounds like Ken Hinckley's going to give Ollie Wines one more game in the sample before bringing him back in. It sounds like Hartlett's going to play this week, according to Warren Tredre on television um, in South Australian TV just recently. I-, I suppose my question is, are you worried about the fact that we may get... R- Robbie Gray play midfield this week but then he goes back to a bit more of the perma forward in the 60s and 70s right. and the peak of
2: 90s is all we get from him put it this way it won't be double pairing there won't be two pairs coming in the pair
1: okay so you're you're on Westhoff yep. more than Robbie Gray correct
2: but yeah. Robbie Gray for others might be a better fit I think he well yeah personal choice yeah alright um
1: both have DPP, or we at different positions, yeah. so there's some flexibility. I think there's value for both of them, right, but okay. um,
2: whether you're prepared to take on that value.
1: All right, well, that's the question. Are there any other players you want to talk to before we throw
2: to uh, uh, Rids? There's some premiums that well, we can talk about, but they're your two. Well, there's there's some guys I probably wouldn't go near, but Seb Ross, you know, you wouldn't probably have him in Coach, but he's uh, at a 90, All right. paying 90 for him. Okay,
1: before we get to Rids, let me throw you probably some of the bigger names um, And again, every format, every club's different. Seb Ross, you're putting a line through. Is that just because of role and history this year? Is that or or is because he is at a basement price, I suppose, or there and thereabouts in contrast to what he did last year, what we expected him to do this year for for you? Is it just Seb Ross? Is the fixture's good? But look, Jack Stephen trained today for the first time. Today being Tuesday at time of recording. Sounds like Dan Hannanbury is going to come back, not this week, but the following week. So there's certainly some newness coming into that St Kilda midfield. But for you, Seb Ross, you haven't you've seen enough this year to kind of rule him out for you.
2: Well, the top in Supercoach, the top uh, eight midfielders are going about 110. Yeah, it's know, pretty decent. Can, can I bring him in thinking that he'll score round that? I don't. Think you don't so, think so? No. All right. I'll I'll bring in the premiums.
1: Okay, all right. So Seb Ross is certainly value for it. He is value. He is value, no question. Well, it's potential value because if he keeps scoring what he's doing, he's delivering your sweet poop. So there's no value in it, but potential based on history and price point right now. I want to throw two other kind of midfielders. One's certainly as cheap as I've seen him in recent time. Another is a pretty popular guy coming in. And and again, we're purely talking Supercoach Rids. We'll talk Dream Team and Fantasy with you in a second. Jackson McRae and Zach Merritt. In Supercoach, mcrae has been better in the past five, six weeks than he's been in Dream Team and Fantasy, where he's I think he's had one ton in that period of time. Supercoach being strong still, but he's still pretty cheap. Is McRae a viable trade in target for non owners right now? Yeah. You, Fox.
2: All right. Uh absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. Um he's got six out of the next seven at Marvel. Ooh. Um, so the and Three of those are Carlton, St Kilda, and Fremantle. Yeah, it's pretty handy. I think that's handy. Um, who are you comparing him? Oh, well, you I'm, comparing him to a merit or someone? Well, right. let's
1: talk about merit because again, they're probably two guys I'm hearing a, a lot of talk across all formats. Um, but purely in a super coach sense, they're guys that still present value. Look, Nat Fife's probably the big dog supercoach. That if you don't have him, he he's probably the the real big scream pick me midfielder if you're paying up big dollars for, but yeah. someone like a Zach Merritt is averaging quite solid enough across the past five, six weeks and most of the year as well since a pretty slow opening month. Is he someone still worth picking or is there better value
2: if you're looking for it? Or I couldn't do it. Why is that? At the moment. Um, not with his... Uh, Just well, for what, super coach again, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, well, he's, he's got Hawthorne next week and then he comes up against a triple... Have a listen to this West Coast Eagles, oh. possibly Hutchings, oh, yeah, GWS, sure, yeah. Debaugh. possibly DeBall, and then Sydney, hewitt Clark. Uh, Clark. So, three, 14, 15, and 16, yeah, they're pretty much dan- very dangerous, aren't they? Uh, such, bringing in someone. Uh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Rids, for you, is it similar? Well, we, I suppose we'll talk Dream Team and, and Fantasy. We'll come back for a couple of big premiums across all of them. But is Merit in the same consideration for you in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy, knowing that extra that month that's coming up? Is he, um, look, he's been good, but look elsewhere?
0: Well, I couldn't go him at his price right. in Dream Team. $780,000, are you kidding me?
1: No, thanks. Y- you'd rather the value elsewhere than... than- Hey mate, and you
0: know I love Zach Murray. Yeah, I know. You're I, a big I fan. I raid him. I'm a massive fan, but no way at that price tag.
1: That's a he started. Of
0: what did he start the year at? Seven hundred and twenty-five or something in Dream Team, yeah, depending on the format. And, yeah, and remember he sucked the first couple of weeks, he and did. people was calling him the worst tra- um, starting point ever. I remember that. Yeah, people are now forgotten. they to go jump on him at seven hundred and eighty thousand with. Like, as Fox said, the three, um, the brotherhood of the ring, you know, coming up, like, where they're tagging them, like, no, non-stop it. He's the number one target by miles. Like, who would you rather have the ball in the handoff? Shield, who can't kick and hit a target, or Merritt, who sets up everything? Merritt. So of course they're going to go to Merritt. Like, so, yeah, no way. Not even close.
1: Well, and we've already seen GWS once this year send De to to Zach Merritt and they won that game so why would they change that strategy you know just using that matchup purely as, as the illustration that makes no sense and, and to use a McRae for example um, across the formats it's always a little bit different but in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy um, you're about 130000 cheaper to pick McRae over Merritt um, they're similar yeah. price in Supercoach, but just there, it's, you're making 130k saving right there.
0: Well, the other thing that you've got to look at as well is the grand final week of the league. Mm. You know what I mean? And he plays Collingwood. So, I mean, depending on what Collingwood depends, like, you know, they could play keepings off and Merrick doesn't even get a touch. Or, so, you know, if he goes a little bit well in one quarter, they'll let Greenwood go and tag him. Yeah. So, I mean, I have just... I just couldn't go anywhere near him with those three coming up. And we haven't even mentioned that Hawthorne this week. So, like, I mean, it's not the first time a Liam Shields or someone would have gone to someone and shut them out of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, even Hawthorne have an option to tag.
1: Yeah. Even if it, I don't know if Daniel Howe's fit and firing, but look, you're right. There's these guys that, whether it be at peak price or not, Again, it's something we keep talking about. Is look at that fixture. That's what you talked about. Two Rids. It was buying low, selling high, but it is looking at the fixture for these things as well. So, so who are some guys? You know, we, we've got a, a visitation of Justin Westhoff in red speedos, which as a visual person has now ruined my day. So, thank you, Fox, for that, Justin. If you're listening, please never ever do that ever um, but it's, oh, I can't focus now did you mention uh, the DPP oh, no don't don't mention the DPP and speedos in the same sentence <laughs> That's not helping me. Ritz, who are some guys that present some value? We do want to talk about some more of the bigger premiums in a moment. We've talked about Merit a little bit through there. Who are some guys that present some value as trade targets this week? Whether it be upgrades, downgrades, or a little bit of a sneaky sideways, who are some guys that have come off the buy this week that we could be targeting in Dream Team and Fantasy?
0: So let's focus on Dream Team, okay? Sure. I've got a beauty for you. Oh, good. Notes Ready app open.
2: Hey, hang on. Okay. I'll go, get my get pen.
1: the pen. I've going the app, mate. I'm going <laughs> straight ready. Stuff you, mate. <laughs>
0: right. So the guy I'm recommending to people this week is Ryan Burton. Ooh, I
1: like this one. Talk to
0: me. Four hundred and twenty eight thousand in Dream Team. He's gone eighty five in his two years ago. Now he was going at eighty only two games ago before he got that affected eight mm-hmm. in his score came back and had an 80 against St. Kilda, and they've got a very friendly draw. And like Fox has already touched on it, so I won't go any further than that. And we know that he's going to be freed up more as he, you know. So he's taken a bit of time to adapt and everything else. I can see him flying home, you know, and averaging anywhere from about 85 to 95 for the rest of the season.
1: And at his price, that's great value. $428,000,
0: $428,000, mate. You could go Marty Hall
1: to Ryan Burton and bank
0: 20000
1: Yeah, that's hard to say no to. That's... Especially if you're either strapped for cash or the three trades you're making, maybe you're making a downgrade trade this week. Maybe uh, I'm just picking... Popular cash cow downgrades. People are looking at Buley this week if he gets traded in. played rightly or wrongly. People are going for Buley or a Gardner with the forward defensive DPP. Maybe jumping that week early and Dream Team through there. Maybe you're doing another upgrade in another line. Like, what a nice option you've got when you can basically sideways, not just sideways, downgrade and upgrade your team in terms of on-field points. That's an awesome move.
0: So if you want to really, really, if you're concerned about your team this week with numbers, okay, Mm. you could go Bailey Scott to Brett Buley on the bubble Mm -hmm. and you can go, let's say, Jordan Clark to a Ryan Burton and still come out of it
1: 60,000. It's pretty handy, isn't it? it? It's... It's re- or, as you talked about right at the start of the episode about banking points, we didn't spend a heap of time on it because we used the illustration of Gorn and O'Brien, but are there some players this week that we could look at that, yes, they might be playing this week, but it's the right time to move them on to bank those points. Who are a couple of guys, again, every side's different, all the unique things you're trying to do, but who are some guys yep. this week that we could use, whether it be to get us to our Burton or not, that we could look at even though they're playing this week, it could be time to go and bank those points on ground.
0: Okay, so there's a couple of examples, okay? The Richmond boys.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So Noah Bolter potentially, okay? So in Dream Team, he's got a high break even when Noah's playing at a key position defensive role. So he's unlikely to get a 50, 60, 70 for you. Mm. He's 390,000 in Dream Team. Time to cash him on. Like, and again, I'm saying this, like, because people would have been planning to hold him until he's by yes. in another week. So, but the thing is, why wouldn't you maximise it by, let's look at a Robbie Gray, who I think he's break-even in the teens in Dream Team. Mm-hmm. So instead of holding that extra week, go to a Robbie Gray. Right, yes, exactly. Robbie Gray has a terrible game, he's giving you 60. Noah Bolter has a terrible game, he's giving you 15, 20.
1: <laughs> he's going Josh Corbett on you.
0: Well, you know what I mean? Like, So jump on. Be flexible. Jump again. Robbie Gray's got a nice matchup this week against Fremantle. He's potentially not going to have wines back. He's not going to have a few other guys mm-hmm. through that midfield. He's going to play more midfield. He might get his, you know, when he plays that role going through the midfield, he's good for 100, 120 any mm-hmm. given week. If he gets 120 this week and Bolter gets you a 30, you're 90 points better off. That's better, okay? So you're pretty much... You could sideways nearly a premium defender or forward for the same value.
1: Yeah, exactly right. It's,
0: it's okay? Nice. So that's the sort of thing we're talking about, banking the point. Stack plays Adelaide in on Thursday, mm-hmm. small turnaround. I can tell you now, as a Richmond supporter, those kids are looking tired as.
1: Yeah, it's got to that. It's not breaking point for them, but they've done incredibly well to to hold out that system and structure that's so intense to to be able to play. Look, full credit to the kids; they've been amazing. But any player reaches a breaking point, and unfortunately for younger kids, it, it kind of happens earlier.
0: Yep. So if you've got someone in mind, okay, let's say Dylan Clark's there
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: need to make a few hundred thousand or whatever in a downgrade, why not pull that trigger this week to then allow you to upgrade certain other areas and go a Marty Hall to whoever and go a Jordan Clark to whoever or a, what is it, Tom Atkins to whoever Yeah. Well, who's that little Miles. Um, dreadlocked forward? Brian, Mine. yep. Okay, so why not utilize that a yeah. week earlier than planned and then maximize your points on ground in those other two positions? Oh. But then what happens, okay, is yes, you're in essence trading someone who's playing this week. And yes, you may have 17 on the field, but you might have two extra premiums. Yeah, it's about the premiums from that downgrade. Yeah, rather than bringing in. Someone and again, I'm not trying to be harsh or anything, no. but a gardener type or a young type who might only score you fifteen, 40. twenty, twenty-five points for the game.
1: Yeah, look every look every point helps. I get that, but you're going to have much more confidence in fourteen, fifteen premiums on field and, and a handful of rookies than you are. 12 premiums and 6 rookies on field. It's the premium... Now, you're not always going to get a Michael Gibbons 100 in Super Coach like he did this week. Um, the, the, take them when you get them. Awesome. But you'd much rather put... Um, take the equation of luck out of it as best you possibly can, and you're going to get much more likely scoring, oh no, in terms of points on field, from guys that are the bigger end price, that have done it more consistently than... Kids that have played one, two, three, four, five games of footy,
0: and so a Michael Gibbons. I'm happy you mentioned him. Okay, if people have been watching the games, he's getting more midfield rotation. Mm. The kids aren't they're tiring off and everything else. And you know what? He's having an impact. Yeah, he's he scoring well. He actually could be a very viable hold for the whole year. Yeah, as an M nine, M ten. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so it's up to the team. Each team is individual, and it's a unique team as a whole. But you may end up holding Gibbons and upgrading everyone else, you know. Or if you need to, Gibbons is going to be 400000 after this week in Dream Team, and that's an easy jump to. And again, this is where the formats are different. Sure. I would actually say a Seb Ross is very viable in Dream Team. Yeah. He's going at the same average as Super Coach. We know the averages are slightly different from Dream Team to Super Coach from those premium mids. So a 90 average in Dream Team means he's very comparable with a 10-point increase in input, mm. output, okay? So if he gets up to about 100 from here to the end of the year at 590,000, all aboard, you know?
1: Yeah, look, it's hard but to. But there's pass other it.
0: names. There's other names coming through. Taylor Adams won't be far away. Yep. Paddy Cripps is still gettable this week at a very decent price tag. Of course, he's going to have a buy next week. Yeah, yeah. But if you think Cripps is going to score in the top 10 midfielders between now and the end of the year in total points,
1: mm. do it. Yeah, get it done. Get it done. All right. Bank it. Get into it. Exactly. You've given us Burton. We spent a bit of time on him. Who are some other guys that present value for us? You've mentioned Seb Ross in Dream Team it is certainly an option. Again, that fixture looks quite nice from a St. Kilda perspective. Are there any other guys before? I want to hit you with some other names to get your lads' thoughts more on the, the bigger end big dogs. Um, are there any other well, value options for us? Yeah. So I, I
0: always look at averages. Okay. Yep. And then what I do is I try and work my way back from that. So sure. if you have a look at a Rowan Marshall, okay, who's done very, very well as the number one ruck for St. Kilda this year, mm. in Dream Team, he's averaging 95. I think it's slightly more in Super Coach, But he's in the top echelon of um, forwards, you know, for averages for the year mm. in all of the formats. Yet his price is comparable with guys who are averaging five to eight points left a game. Mm. So that's always a nice, nice jumper, you know? If you have a look at that sort of scenario and you go, rightio, this guy's averaging 95 as a forward, and what, he's... I'm just trying to find it here. Sorry, give me a sec. I'm no, it's fine. While you're doing that, I'll, I'll let you know what his he next is, month is like. He's top five for averages in forwards.
1: yeah. Okay,
0: but when we revert that back to highest price, okay, this is how cool technology is for us. He is, where are we? He is 15th for price. Yeah, well. And we all keep going on about how well Jack Billings is going this year. You know that uh, Rowan Marshall's averaging for roughly three and a half, four points more a game than Jack Billings in Drenton. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? At the same price.
1: And the ownership is crazy low. In contrast,
0: yeah. And look at who his competition is: Billy yeah. Longer. And I, I thought, wow, Billy Longa might be in their first ruck, but I was totally wrong. Yeah, it. me too. You know, but I mean, it's Billy Longa who could put out like whatever he couldn't do, jump over a candlestick, and Lewis Pierce, who like could potentially be one of the worst footballers I've ever seen. Oh
1: wow, there you go. Drive by some ribs.
0: So it's sort of like he's got no competition for his spot either.
1: no, he doesn't look his next six weeks, if you want to know that because you know all know I love my fixture uh Gold Coast, uh, then Brisbane, Richmond, North Melbourne Geelong, Western Bulldogs, and Melbourne, and then for the final four weeks of the year Adelaide, Fremantle, Carlton and sydney
0: and that's that's really important again round twenty three he's playing against Callum Sinclair, yeah. That's a very nice match-up in all the
1: formats. Yeah, and again, the semi-final against Carlton, if Matty Cruz is not up and about, uh, that's handy. Uh, for Fremantle, look, Sean Darcy just can't even stay on the park. Um, similar, Rory Lobb's out for the, most of the year. Still um, no idea if Aaron Sanderlands will play at all this year. So, look, he, he could be ruck, rucking up against you know David Mundy for a week know. So, you're right, his last three weeks could be really good. Yep.
0: And the thing with Ruxak okay, is, I always look for a match up against the Western Bulldogs in mm. the run home. I don't. It's like watch looking for midfielders against Richmond at the moment. Yeah. So, if you've got a match up against the Western Bulldogs in the run home, then that's a nice match
1: up. Yeah. Round uh, 18, he has that squished either side of Gorn and uh, right Reece Stanley. Fox. Even,
2: even that Richmond uh, match up at Marvels.
1: Well, yeah. If Nankervis isn't back by then, that'll be against uh, a Soldo and round fifteen. Yeah, so it's um it's it's not a bad run through there. All right, well, we've said a couple of guys there that I think's going to help a lot of people. Well, let me throw some some bigger names that that come at a larger price point um, that are probably going to be and have been amongst the best options for us already this year, but we haven't talked about them yet. Travis Boke Fox. Is it worth going to get this big forward who, you know, with with the exception of Patrick Dangerfield, Boke's probably, and maybe Kelly is probably coming into that equation too, Boke's definitely been one of the best forwards for this year so far. You've talked about that great Port Adelaide fixture that's coming up. Yeah. Is it worth spending the big dollars for him now, or is it very much you've missed the boat, the damage is done, now you've got to try to com- combat against it, or is it, If you want to win it, you need to get him. If
2: you've got the money. Yep. uh, Because cash generation's been a little bit harder for some coaches. Yes. Uh, He's the top forward in super coach, I Mm -hmm. believe. About 111. And dream team. So why wouldn't you get the the Rolls Royce?
1: In terms of average, he's the top one, yes. Mm. Yeah, all right. So you're saying... Look, every I've side. Got it, I've got him. You've so. got him. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not asking for you. We don't like talking about our own sides that much here at the Coaches Panel. But, but, uh, but look, yeah. you're saying if someone's got the money and the luxury of that cash, that,
2: it's worth investing. That fixture is very is very nice. It
1: is a very nice fixture. All right. Um. So we've talked about him. Uh, Tom Rockliffe, is he, lads, worth a, a trading option? Or is there still the concern about how he goes with wines in the side that makes him not an upgrade target if you don't have him?
0: I have seen nothing to suggest that he's worth grabbing. Right. And,
1: and is that because and of the that's Wines not being thing?
0: Harsh? Or? Well, that's not being harsh. He's, okay, so we know he's, I wouldn't say he's injury prone, but we know he has had a lot of soft tissue injuries over mm-hmm. the last couple of years. So that's already impacted his season this year. We know that sometimes he doesn't make a lot of tackles. Yes. And we know that his role gets impacted by others. Yes. So, of course, his ceiling's still massive. Of course, he still gets those chipped kicks and everything else. But long story short, and I don't know how nicely to put this, um, even with that all that going for him, okay, he's still averaging not heaps. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's not in the
1: 110-plus territory Yeah.
0: No, he's still sub one hundred and ten for the year, like, and of course he's impacted by injuries with that. But I, I think it's biased and it's wrong to be looking at, you know, averages taking out his injuries. Yeah, you can't and scores. do that. Yeah, you can't. No, do that. no, no, no. That's that's crap. You know. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we've seen scores of forty, and sixty-nine, and ninety-one. It's stuff like that, okay, where he's been injury affected or something's happened in the game. Sure. And we've seen scores of 140, 130, and 160. Yeah. So we know his ceiling is monster. But didn't we know that at the start of the year? Yeah, we did.
1: We we knew the scoring can be there about him. We know the injury concern was there. And we know that we, well, sorry, we didn't know the impact with Boat coming into the midfield, how that would impact his scoring with wines. We've really only seen one game of that and he was struggling prior to getting a concussion in that game. That's really the only data we've got with Rockcliffe and Wines. And
0: the other thing is they had a massive win two weeks ago without him True. in the midfield. They put Gray through. They put kids through.
1: And on that top of good. that,
0: in, in Dream Team, 42% ownership.
2: Mm, yeah, you don't go after big dogs. Nah,
0: look, like I mean, ownership? Yeah. yeah, you take them on, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't trade him in, but I wouldn't trade him out either. I'd, okay, I'd, sure. I'd keep him as M8, 9. Yeah, sure. All right. I like that. 10, All right. 11.
1: Are there any other port players? I feel like they're the big ones I wanted to talk about. Um, we've talked about Zach Merritt from Essendon. He's probably the, the most popular premium through there. Dylan Shields had a, a solid enough year, probably better than anyone had anticipated in terms of his fantasy football output. Um,
0: I think there's a couple you've missed. Okay, go. Okay, so the first one's Josh Dunkley.
1: I hadn't even got to the Bulldogs yet, mate. You've got to give me a chance, but fine. Dunkley.
0: Well, Dunkley's one we need to talk about. Yes, we do. But Dunkley, since he had his role change, has been... Awesome. I think he's actually the number one forward.
1: for the From here to the end of the year?
0: Yeah, well, since he's had his role change, okay, he's in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy, he's gone 145, 127, 77, 119. 119. He's averaging heaps.
1: And in his last five in Supercoach, it's 121. And in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy, in his last five, it's 117.
0: He is coming home better than any other forward. Uh,
1: A year. uh, He is, over the last five averaging games, he's the number one forward in all formats.
0: So he's the number one target this week. If you don't have Josh Dunkley and you're looking at an upgrade to a forward who's had their buy, I cannot emphasize enough is this your number too. one target. Just quietly. Your number two target, okay, is Caleb Daniel in Supercoach. Mhm. Has to. You have to look at this guy. He yes, he turns the ball over. Yes, he makes poor decisions, but Supercoach loves him. Champion Data loves this guy. They want to make out with him. Like <laughs> He is, what is one all the time references? under 100 for the year.
1: Yes. Is that the same in, in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy too? In AFL Fantasy, is a DPP, defensive forward option. Is, is he a valuable trade target in those two formats too? Or is it purely Supercoach because of, you know, just how consistent his scoring's been?
0: But he's been good in all of them. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, and if you want a point of difference, then he's the point of difference you need. So if, you, if you've got a Josh Dunkley, okay, and others will be hesitant to go Dunkley-Daniel combo, mm-hmm. perfect, jump on, load them up.
1: All right, fair enough too. Uh, other right. Western Bulldogs, uh, McRae is at a basement price. Supercoach, he's been strong all year. not, not A little under in parts, but strong. Dream team in fantasy, he's had a pretty poor five or six-week trot. R- Rids, is he a guy that's out of form and out of luck and go nowhere near, or is it... Buy low.
0: Well, look, I mean, he's priced at value, okay, of what he's done. But you need to see something out of this guy. Yeah. If you're if you're bringing him in based on what you've seen in the last two games, then you're watching the wrong football game. Mm. He has not been cited. So, whilst I love the buy low philosophy, he's really in a rut at the moment, mm. and I think it's very similar to what a Brayshaw is. Mm-hmm. If you own him, you've got to hold him now. Okay? Just because of the price. So yeah. Well, yeah, you've got no choice. You've got to hold him and then try and build around him and hope that he bounces back with a more significant role. So, But his role has definitely changed since last 100%.
1: year. 100%. Even from the and, first three or four weeks of the year.
0: Well, exactly. And it's only going to get worse because we know Dunkley's gone into the midfield. Mm. We know Bonson Pelley's spending more midfield time. They went and got a Bailey Smith. Um, they've all got these guys rotating through. I mean, and Luke Beveridge is the wild card, isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. the John Worsfold and the Ross Lyon of for fantasy coaches. Yeah. God knows what this guy thinks half the time. Lyon. So something that's so obvious to me might is definitely not obvious to this guy. So. What's he going to do with McRae? Who knows? Like he may end up being a tagger for the rest of the year. Yeah. Who knows what Beveridge does? You Who know? knows? So I would want to see something before I
1: backed him in. Okay, so not a this week trade is what is what I'm hearing. Uh, let's talk about some other players uh, before we get to our Patreon questions. Uh, James Sicily uh, uh, across formats, lads. Is, is he again probably at a, at a peak price in contrast to some other cheaper options? Is, is Sicily an option for us? Is it a try to take him on if you don't have him? Mr. Fox, you're oh, going to take him on, mate.
2: I wouldn't go there. Okay,
0: all right. Just... Hey, has he been suspended yet this year?
1: I don't believe so.
2: Well, then he's going to be suspended at least once yeah. before the end of the year. I'm taking on his behaviour issues. Okay, so uh, and, think... and look, he's
1: been—you know—he's been a really consistent scorer for us. But you know, uh, outside of one or two games, he, he hasn't hurt you just yet.
2: I don't want to hurt me.
0: MJ,
1: he's six hundred and thirty-three thousand.
0: Correct, he is. He's a lot of money, like... Um, but, again, he's we know he's got a ceiling. But I just hate their run home. Like, I just think it sucks. They've got West Coast twice. So I think he has to play tall defender on either a Kennedy or Darling for those games.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, he's got a match-up against GWS in round 21 where he'll probably have to play tall. He's got North Melbourne in round 20 where he'll probably have to play tall. Yep. Um... I just I just don't like that role for it.
1: No, exactly. Well you talk about that round twenty three is West Coast Eagles. You might look at round twenty two and see Gold Coast and think Happy Days. Um but you're right, from a fixture perspective, I I don't really like many Hawks um because of where they've got those matchups in the again, not just in a league focus, but in a set final four weeks of the year where you win it and lose it in that final four week period, midfielder like a Jaeger O'Mira. He's got a date with Hutchings in that final week barring injury. And in round 21, he's got a date with De Boer. Like, that That's a nasty two-out-of-four-week combo. I know Gold Coast is in there in round 22, but the scores you get over that four-week period are not going to be anywhere near the 105-110 average you'd hoped for over the four-week cumulative because he's going to struggle to get 110 across those two weeks. Okay, it's it's very a, rare teams do what Rory Sloan did last week and get on the end of a couple of goals late in the game and nag a super coach ton. It's, I've got a few names. Happen.
0: Go. MJ. Okay, so I think one we really
1: need to touch on is Luke Ryan. Yes, I wanted to talk about him and another free player.
0: And I know the other free guy is Connor Blakely. Yes. So just on Blakely... He's playing deep back pocket. I haven't seen any midfield rotations yet. He might be building his fitness, but Mm -hmm. I just don't like
1: the role. Like McRae? Wait for the role change? Wait to see Stephen and then do it?
0: I just don't know, because who knows what Ross... Ross Lyon is the antichrist for fantasy football. So, I mean, who knows what he's going to do? We've seen Blakely tag. We've seen him deep back pocket. I don't mind the role as deep, deep back pocket if they're going to chip it around, but they're trying to utilise their speed outside, and Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I just don't like him. Luke Ryan, however, I do like
1: in any format specifically or all of them.
0: I think all of them at this stage because I see him as an intercept type player for them, but I also see him as he takes a lot of kick-ins. So I think potentially when. More people coming like into the team, he could take more and more and more like. So Nathan Wilson only seems to grab the ball and, and kick it seventy meters type scenario, mm-hmm. whereas a Luke Ryan actually thinks through, you know, the delivery and stuff. So there's a one more guy that we've got to touch on as well. Um, I hate bringing him up, MJ, but Harley Burnell must be close to a oh, game.
1: Come on, Harley. I, I was mercilessly mocked on January 1st when he opened up the 50 most relevant and then decided to go drinking that night. But, look, he, it's his injury history is not great. We all know that.
0: Could he play this week?
1: Yeah, I think he could. No, Fox? And
0: at that price so. tag okay. across all the formats, could you go there?
1: Uh, look, in Dream Team and Supercoach, I'd want to wait till until uh, I see something. But... Gosh, at that price point, I'm not expecting nineties from him like he averaged a decade and a half ago. But look, if you could jag a sixty out of him between now and say round eighteen and you get six weeks of sixties, holy crap, that's worth it. I think he's But a
0: why not this week, okay? If he's named this week, and I'm gonna play a bit of devil. Yes, please. You. If he's named this week, he's gonna be on your field. Yes. He's he gonna free up cash and let's say um, that you can get extra premiums on different lines or whatever else. So why not this week across the format? And we all know that he's got the potential to do an 80, 90, you know, and that he will find the ball if he plays he on the field.
1: Yeah, look, he he will. You just, like everything with him, is you got to know the risks. Don't be surprised if he goes and gets injured, but look, the value at that price point... Um gosh it, it's it's hard to say no it it could be interesting if he gets in this week we may see someone like a a Buley not get named um which will be fascinating teams as always decide your teams you can have all these plans in the world but then it gets to Thursday night you know, 6.30 in Melbourne or just before it. And it's like, well, there goes your plans. A little different with the Thursday night footy with Adelaide and and, and Richmond. You kind of get 24 hours to plan with those guys and uh, an extra captaincy option for AFL fantasy coaches this week with Thursday night footy. But, uh, look, if someone said to me they're trading Harley Burnell in uh, and he's playing, I wouldn't talk him out of it at all. It's a hard
2: call for... It's a, huh? oh, it's a hard call for Frio because eh, Thunder had the buy.
1: Yeah, they might want to give him one more game and and see it. potentially. But, like, I mean,
0: they did come off a win last week against Collingwood.
1: They did, So,
0: and Bewley was in... Like, he he made an impact. He did, yep. So, I don't see it as a swap for Bewley. I see it more as a... You know what I mean? Yep, I do. um, He might come in for another player who might be a bit sore or whatever else. But the thing is, like... Can we say no to a guy who's averaged premium scores previously at 190,000,
1: 200,000? Uh, if Harley Bennell plays, uh, he, he needs to be on every fantasy football coach's, at very least, radar. If you're ruling him out because of, oh, but he's this, ah, oh, but he's this, it, it, that injury history doesn't matter at that price point. He's coming back. Okay, along, and
0: mate. one more. Sorry, I Go. know we're rambling and we're probably past an hour soon. Nearly, mate. But Dylan Clark. What's going on with John Westphal? Well,
1: it seems to be uh, on Tuesday morning at the press conference, he, he didn't give any surety. Now, you could be listening at this point of the podcast. It, it could be later on in the week and you know the outcome of this, but he gave no surety that Dylan Clark would play. Um, Shield and Stringer at this point in the week all but locked in. And Orazio uh, um, looks like he's going to play if he gets through a couple of fitness tests and training during the week. So at this point in the week, it looks like all three play. Come into the side, three coming out, and he didn't really give Dylan Clark any yet, yeah, mate. He's playing no matter what he's. Well,
0: didn't he do a good, like a good job on Crips the week before? Oh, uh, yeah. So, and didn't they win? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, so surely, surely he gets named.
1: And wouldn't he do a good job against Jaeger this week too? And kind of, you know, it's a really important. If Essendon are any chance at finals, any chance at finals, a game like this. And then next week, a real interesting matchup against West Coast for Thursday night footy over at Optus Stadium. He's got two really important jobs against Gaff and O'Meara. While the West Coast game is, is considerably a harder matchup for them, if he does jobs like he did on Crips, he's going to put his side right in contention to win both those games.
0: And, you know, he's averaging something stupid in the VFL. Like, I think it's like mid-30s, isn't yeah. it? Touches, the game, and... He's kicking goals, he's tackling 10 plus in every game. Like I mean the guy's an absolute stud, like and that's not even like from fantasy perspective, that's just as a footballer. Like why why wouldn't you want this guy in the team? I don't understand the coach.
1: Uh, I'm not 100% sure across what exactly I the think. Uh, there's VFL numbers this year. He's uh, played uh, seven games. Um, he's averaging 24 touches, eight kicks, 15 handballs, six marks, four tackles, three inside 50s, and one rebound
0: 50. So, I mean, I saw a vision of him walking out of oh, the here ocean. You go. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing, mate. He's playing. Uh, Let's lock so. it
1: in. I hope so.
2: Wolfsfolk did the same with Jordan Ridley, too. Oh,
1: don't, don't, don't start the Bombers fans on that.
2: The, the fact that oh, he's not playing. They're going to burn. They're going to start burning things. It's going to be
1: a very interesting one. All
2: right, there
0: What's you go. So, Fox, Jordan Ridley, he could play, can't
2: he? Oh, absolutely.
0: The kid can he play. Was, yeah, so, you, so why would you want to play in AFL if you can just develop in the VFL? That's right, mate. That's in his exactly. draft,
2: yeah, yeah he, he was very well looked upon. Yes he's um, yeah,
0: well, he was very well looked upon early this year and last year and I don't know what it
2: yeah. is with words with some of those kids. Oh.
1: Yeah, he's inability to coach, probably. Oh, we need to move very quickly <laughs> past that. Uh, and head over to our Patreon questions if you want to join the Patreon army and su- support the Coaches Panel. You can do that at any tier level you would like at patreon.com forward slash Coaches Panel. Plenty of rewards and exclusive content for all our Patreons. And they've thrown in a couple of questions. We want to hit them out to you before we wrap up this episode. Uh, first question for it. Uh, it's a Dream Team question, so we will throw it over to you, Fox, because why not? We'll open up the the uh, the questions one. It's simply this: it's uh, outside of Merritt, Boke, McRae, Dunkley, and Gray. What premiums? Um, some of those you've already said you wouldn't touch, by the way. Uh, what premiums are there worth chasing in defence? Is there any defenders we've worth up. chasing? We've we've talked about Sicily, albeit at a at a, at a top price point. Um, we've talked about Connor Blakely and Rids has referenced his role. Um, other options through there coming off is someone like a you know Hannison or Suckling of interest to you. There's not a lot. Savage in That's probably... Burton is the value that that Rids has talked about through there. Ryan. That's
2: a really hard question. Okay. There's
1: there, there's no defensive oh. premium screen I'm out to you is what I'm hearing. Caleb Daniel, but again this is dream team. He doesn't have yeah. defensive status
2: there. And Luke Ryan, but there's no there's not no one really. Uh, you yeah, had asked me that question three weeks ago, I would have probably said uh, Jack Crisp. Okay, but, but he's, not, he's, nah, he's not even off this buy round. Yeah, so that's fine. Oh, the, uh,
1: yeah, all right, fine. there you go. Uh, Rids, uh, same uh, GDT has asked a question. Is Gardner a viable trading option? He helps structurally and in cash generation, and he's keen on more round 12 premium trade-ins than 11. Um, he can get one of Bewley or Clark this week. He's going Buley at this stage due to mid-trade options. This is for Dream Team again. Your thoughts on getting Gardner this week?
0: I don't mind Gardner. I thought he showed a bit last week. Mm. So, yeah, I don't mind, but don't expect much more than
1: 35, 40. If you, if you get anything more than 40 happy days.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, like, it goes with all of these, you know, useless little rookies that, like, they're only going to score you 30 or 40 on any given week, so don't expect 50s, 60s, 70s. Just yeah. be realistic.
1: Yeah, and then But if
0: he that. frees up enough cash...
1: To get, to get you get you a
0: hundred point gain somewhere else, it's hundred percent. It. Yeah, jump on, absolutely, all aboard. And he's DPP, so he'll freeze up a bit of um, flexibility and trading.
1: Yep, exactly right. Uh room also wants to know it's a dream team format question. I feel like we've answered it already with a player, but I'll see if we jag a different name out of your rids. Is he's looking for a defender coming off the buy? Uh, to have Whitfield, to basically take the spot of Whitfield on ground till he comes back in in a few weeks' time. So it sounds like he's holding Lockie Whitfield. Uh, will be on field at D6, so needs to score a bit, but also to generate some cash. So um, yeah. he, he's looking almost not quite a broadband option, but he suggested names like a Wilson jump out. Is there a no, rookie no, or alternative? No, no no, no,
0: no, 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 Ryan Burton. Yeah, I'm glad I'm we got boy. the
1: same name. That's good. I'm glad we got the same name. I'm happy about that. Well,
0: why would I change it? It's only been 15, 20 minutes.
1: I'm just, I'm just seeing if you change your mind. That's all.
0: No, just jump on Ryan Burton, right. Okay, he'll be perfect for you.
1: AFL fantasy an option two, super coach an option two, or just dream team. Yeah, why not? I love when you get to this point of the podcast. When we, when we clock into the hour marker, which we've just done, this is the point of the podcast where you get the. Yeah, why not? Options. Uh, it's perfect for when we get to questions. Uh, question uh, for you, uh, Fox. Uh, one of the great Patreons, as they all are. Craig wants to know, thoughts on Brayshaw in all formats? He seems like he's turned the corner. Hold n- now, no matter what. Even just based on his price point, the role looks really good now, doesn't if it? If
2: you've got him, I wouldn't trade him. It, would you? Not. It's a question for next
1: week. Yeah. Is he a trade target next week for us? Brayshaw?
2: He's, cheap. he's, quite he's cheap, yeah. He's cheap. very, very cheap. Wow. Um, very cheap and uh, super coach. If you want to take him in that, all run. right. But um, yeah, I I yeah, it'd be a definite option to bring in. But I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be trading out. You don't trade. You don't trade on, on that, that on twice. that performance. And the last that few performance. weeks,
1: exactly. You've got the, the thing rolls back. The, the
0: thing for me though is the way he moved.
1: Though. Yeah, he looked. Good.
0: He was free with yeah. his running and stuff. I tell you what, though, Nathan Jones, he mustn't like Brayshaw because he burned him about 10 times <laughs> on the Like, that was unbearable. Like, Brayshaw all by himself, so he kicks it over his head. Like, he's oh made a comment God.
1: about his tattoos. That's the problem. Uh, oh, fair he, enough. He also, yeah, fair enough. There you go. Uh, he's also mentioned Darcy Parrish. Uh, he, he said he's had a, a bit of a role change in the past two weeks in Supercoach. Darcy Parish has gone 137 against the Tigers, 129 against the Blues. For Dream Team and Fantasy, he's gone 101 and 105. Mid-forward, is he an option for us if you're looking for some low ownership options coming in? Fox, you mate, his, well, it his, depends his, on the format that you're playing. But yeah, in he, AFL Fantasy, he's going to set you back at $550,000. Just over four fifty. Um, in, in Supercoach. So, you know, again, every price point is different. i do it at AFL Fantasy. you do it do in it AFL Fantasy? Yeah,
2: I don't think I'd do. I think his value's gone.
1: Uh, and then uh, he's, he's 535
2: intrigued. Oh, he's a great wet weather. Have you noticed his great wet weather plant. Yeah,
1: yeah. Likes it in and under that, man, which is fair enough too. So uh, last couple of questions before we wrap up these episodes. Supercoach question, Rids, from Travis. He goes, pros and, clon- and cons versus grey visible. Come on, MJ. Talk your life out. Um, what's the pros and cons with those options there, man, in terms of trade-ins? What? Grey visible. If
0: they don't have the same buy. They don't they are totally different price tags. <coughs> I don't understand the question.
1: I think uh, he's just thinking who scores more from now to the end of the year rather than price point. Well, Gray, Gray.
0: has got an extra game.
1: He does. And he's got DPP. There you go. All
0: right, and there you can. save yourself the coin.
1: Yeah, and if you really want Z, will get him in two weeks if you're really desperate for him. Um, last question Uh, we'll throw it over to you So Dream Team AFL Fantasy question Fox Uh, Dream Team question, it's the same scoring format different price point but same concepts Uh, nonetheless, uh, what do you think of Connor Blakely and Jackson McRae as options, he's not big on it himself but Seb Ross is someone of interest to him, again it's that the role for neither of those two has been strong over the past month but for Seb Ross the role has been different, but he's still in the midfield rotation. The fixture for him is considerably better. Is Sebros an option through there for you? You don't mind?
2: Arguments for each. Um, Yes, there is. I I still like that Bulldogs six out of seven at Marvel.
1: Okay, so you'd be a
2: bit more tempted by McRae. I'm very bullish on dogs and port players. All
1: right, so so would maybe a Hunter be an option for him through there again? Maybe a a bontempelli has got a, a little bit more different. All right, there you go. uh, Keen to get your thoughts, Louie, on that. Hey, thank you, mate. It's great to have you back on the podcast, uh, Fox. Hopefully we'll see you next week.
2: Yeah, no worries. Uh, I'll be there.
1: Looking forward to it, mate. Now, please, I will be watching the scoring, not the person, the scoring of Westhoff very clearly, and you've now ruined him for me, just so you know. Every single person will think of this silhouetted red speedoed man every time they see him. I I reckon... There's going to be a few photoshops that are going to be heading towards your way on Twitter. What's your handle, mate? Just so we can send it to you?
2: I've got no idea. I will
1: put it in the comments section for, for everyone. Hey, Riz, it's always a pleasure, mate.
0: Just as so long as you're asking for Fox's handle and not West Fox in those
1: speedos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it, everybody. Shut this sucker down. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening via Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe, turn the notifications on so as soon as the episodes are live, you get notified on your handheld device. If you haven't already, leave a five-star rating and review. And look, good luck this week with your trades. I hope everything goes well for you. AFL Fantasy coaches, you get what dream teamers and super coaches get every week, and that is you get a rolling Well, not a rolling lockout. You get a partial lockout. Adelaide and Tigers are players for you. AFL Fantasy, quick poll question, uh, lads. Who's a vice-captaincy option in that game we could be looking at? Uh, Fox, you got a couple of names from the Crows or the Tigers that might be worth Uh,
2: the VC? I think I've only got Laird.
1: Laird, okay, would be an option for you. Rids, you got a couple? Uh, Noah (laughs) Bolter. Uh, Are we finished yet? It cries midfielders of score well, hopefully. Uh, good luck this week. We'll chat to you soon.